What's up? So do you feel like your look could use an update? Maybe it's your style, your makeup, your hair. I don't know. Do you just feel like bleh and you want something new and exciting, but you also are kind of afraid to try new things? Are you getting older? Hashtag everybody is. Are you over 35 and like your makeup doesn't look the same or you're seeing what younger people are doing and you're like, can I do that? Or are you just struggling to know like what to do to update your look? Well, I'm not saying I'm the expert, but I am going to today share with you some things that I've done from watching the experts and paying attention to what younger people are doing, people with a different skin quality and realizing like, okay, I get it. Like I can do some of that. I can't, or I can achieve that look, but I'm going to need to do it a little differently. I'm going to talk about how you can evaluate new looks and then find something that actually works with your personal style. And then how to figure out if in fact you really do need any kind of an update. All right, we're going to talk about all those things. Let's do it. Here we go. First of all, thank you so much for being here. I love you. And I'm pretty excited to do this episode. I just want to say again, I just, I'm going to reiterate this. You don't need to change a damn thing. You can stay exactly as you are. This is just for those of you who are like, no, I want to feel better or I want to feel like new, renewed. I want to freshen up, whatever it is, without breaking the bank or without looking like, you know, you're a tryhard, as my kids would say. So I'm going to share with you some things I've picked up because I follow a ton of makeup artists and and people who are, you know, image consultants. That's why I figured this stuff out. So your girl is not an expert. I'm just going to tell you what's worked for me. One of the reasons why I want to do this episode is because when I was in New York, for whatever reason, like one of my videos went, oh, I know what one it is. I'm looking at my social right now. Yeah, it was a post that I did. Oh yeah, that's interesting. So it's it's a post that I did while we were in New York and it was about the little clip when I was on the news talking about my plastic surgery nightmare. And because I was talking about my plastic surgery nightmare, the algorithm fed it to people who were had seen my content in the past or maybe had followed me in the past but hadn't seen my content in a long time. And because I was talking about plastic surgery, I got a ton of DMs from people saying, "What did you do to your face?" A bunch of people thought that I was in New York having facial surgery. And I'm just not, like, it's so weird. So many people this month have said, like, what did you do? If you look younger or just tell us what you did. Dude, listen, I'm not, you know, I've done injections in the past, but like, I haven't done anything. Like, I'm so overdue for anything on my face, including Botox. But I think the reason, there's a bunch of reasons why I think people think I look different. Number one, I've changed my hairstyle just a little bit, like the smallest amount. And I've changed the way I apply my makeup, the smallest amount. And I've done it not all at once, like not just this month. I've been doing it over the last couple of years, like a little bit at once. So that's the first thing I would want to tell you is I'm going to go over everything that I'm doing differently, but I don't know that you need to do this all at once. If you do that, you're going to be like, who am I? Do you know what I mean? Let me start with the first change that I made to update my look and to have a more youthful appearance. And I think this is really, really important. If you're over 40, this is my personal opinion, stop lining your under eye. Like don't put any liner or even mascara really on your lower lashes. I mean, just a little bit, if anything. And if you, if you just feel like it's so hard to let go of like really putting that liner on your lower lids. I mean, I used to totally line 
my waterline and my lower lids. Like that was part of my look, like no matter what. And when I stopped doing it, I felt like I had no makeup on. So the way I kind of transitioned away from doing that was putting just a tiny little bit of like brown shadow on my lash line, my lower lash line. And then eventually I didn't need any. And I think that really opens up my eye. Okay. The next thing I did with my eyes is I stopped doing like a heavy, heavy liner on my top lid because as you age, your eyes start to get kind of smaller. And for a lot of us, they get more hooded. Luckily, mine I don't feel like my lids are hooded. I mean, they're definitely more hooded than they were, hello, in my 20s, but not that I feel like I, I need a surgery on that yet. But I, I will say I'm not opposed to it. And I think my mom did hers. It is a genetic thing, right? Like, so some people, they just become more hooded. I started using a lighter liner on my lids and taking the liner on my upper waterline. Okay, so every single product that I use for everything I'm going to talk about, the link to my Instagram highlights. So I, I, I linked every single one of these products that I use. Some of them are really cheap and some of them are more expensive, but most of them are like pretty cheap. And I linked them all on my Instagram stories. There's a highlight called beauty. And I'm going to put the link to that Instagram highlight like right at the top of my show description. So you just can just click on it there. So now what I do is I, I listen, this is key, especially if you still want like a big opened eye. Listen, listen, Linda, you take that waterline and you bring it all the way to the inside corner of your eye, but you need to sharpen it so that it doesn't get all like muddy and smudgy. And then you've got this big gloppy black thing in, you know, And a lot of you who are wearing lashes, it looks weird if you're wearing lashes and then you're not like putting, like kind of connecting it on your waterline. So, so line your waterline. I use an Urban Decay pencil. It's waterproof. It's amazing. Doesn't smudge, stays in place. Love it. For the top of my lid, you know, so a lot of you have said like, is the cat eye still in? I think it is. Like I like to sweep everything up. I want it to look like my face has been pulled up by like a tight ponytail or I've had an eye lift or something. Like, I love that look. I think it looks beautiful and fresh. I think, I think I look at photos of me from like 10 and 15 years ago or even like 20 years ago. And I think my eyes look younger now. I think it looks like I've had eye surgery. And I think if like, you know how they do those videos where they you know, they look at a celebrity or, you know, a social media person. They're like, oh, you can tell, look at her eyes in, in this, you know, in 2010 and look at her eyes today. I think if they did that with mine, they'd for sure think that I had eye surgery. But it's completely because I've changed the way I do my makeup. My makeup, I think, used to pull my eye down. And I've just, as I'm getting older, I'm like, I'm going to share with you these techniques. So first of all, I stopped take trying to take a wet, what do you call it? A liquid, I've, I've stopped trying to take a liquid liner and trying to line the inside edge of my eye all the way up into a cat eye. It, it just doesn't work anymore. There's, the skin is wrinkly and crinkly and it was like, blah, 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 blah. It would like drag and get all over the place. Are you with me? Here's what I do. I use a very, very, very fine tip liner. And rather than dragging it, I use a 10X mirror, ladies, and I just very lightly with the thinnest tip just tap that little tiny edge between your lid and your lashes. And I tap all like just barely. So it's just barely lined until I get to the outside edge. And then at the outside edge, I use a liner that has a, what do you call it? Like a guide. It's got this like little fish cat eye 
guide thing that you just put on the edge of your eye and you can just kind of, so I think if you've got no wrinkles in that area, you could just like, you could just sweep and trace it. I'm trying to use sound effects because this isn't a video. You could just like take the marker and draw along that line. Well, that's not what I, I do. I take that little guide, think of it as like a ruler's edge on the, and it's the cap of your liner, right? And I, I place that on the edge of my eye and then I just do little teeny tiny dots so that I then kind of connect the dots very gently. I'm going to have to do a video to show you how to do that. But anyways, that liner is by L'Oreal. Super cheap. You can get it at the drugstore. It's waterproof. It's freaking amazing. I've spent a fortune on way more expensive liners. This one is the Bombay of the day. You definitely need it. Okay, so I, I kind of carry that upward. And here's another little trick for y'all, especially if you ladies wear lashes. Listen to me. If you want your eye to look lifted, Stop bringing your lashes so low on the outside corners. That drags your eye down. It makes it look droopy. No, those last like little tiny, I don't know, let's just say the little five or six lashes on the edge, outer edge of your top eyelid, don't put any lashes there. So if you're using a lash strip, cut off the end. If you're using Lashify, don't put any lashes over there. And if you're using lash extensions, oh, it looks so weird, I think. It, and especially for women that are over 40, it just drags your eyelid down. So don't put it on the end. It'll lift it up like a cat eye. If you just, I'm going to show you a video. I'm going to put on those on the, my Instagram highlights, okay? So go take a look at it there. All right, that's number one. The next thing that I've done differently is I do not use shimmery shadows. If you have baby, like newborn skin lids, like Sierra has, you know, she's 20, is she 22? Yeah, she's going to be 23. Like she doesn't have any creases in her eyelids. She can wear all the shimmer she wants. But if you have crinkly creases in your eyelids and y'all know who you are, then when you wear anything that's shimmery or shiny or even a lot of the cream shadows, they get creasy. I don't care what kind of base or eyelid primer you use underneath it. They get creasy if you have creases. So use matte shadows. Okay. Next thing to make your eye look lifted, especially those of you who are hooded, stop putting the shadow like right in your crease, go up higher, go above it and go to the outer edge, like above your crease, almost to the, like your, so what I've started doing is instead of like creating like a triangle at the corner of my eye, I just kind of keep blending it almost out to my hairline, very light. And that is why I don't typically use bright colors, bold colors. I just use all nudes, all nude colors. You'll never see me in anything other than browns, beiges, occasionally some grays. That's it. Because I carry it up and I just want to give it that nice illusion. You could even use some of your bronzer or some of the stuff you use for contour. Just like use natural colors and go higher than what you think because that's going to give the eye kind of that lifted open look. The next thing that most of you need to do is if you're over 30, y'all have plucked your eyebrows too much and it makes you look old and outdated. I'm telling you, one of the easiest ways, eyebrows, 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 ladies, 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 I know it's going to feel weird at first, but I need you to fluff your eyebrows. Okay. I need you to fill them in. I need you to go. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go buy an eyebrow stencil, Anastasia, 
Anastasia makes an amazing one. You can get a bunch of amazing ones on Amazon. If you're not great at shaping your eyebrows, go get one of those, even the little powder stencils. Now I don't use that because I have my eyebrows microbladed, right? And that makes a huge difference. Nonetheless, when you have them microbladed, which I think I, yeah, I did. I tagged the gal who did mine. She's a freaking artist. And when I say an artist, like she literally went to art school. She's an artist. She's not some like, no offense, but nail tech who is trying to make a couple of extra bucks and doesn't really have an artistic ability. And they also, you know, do, I don't know, waxing and and everything else. And, and they just, they don't have an artistic eye and they are also doing microblading. Uh, scary. I mean, I've seen some really, really, really bad microblading, really bad. And that stuff takes a long time to fade. So go to somebody good, get your eyebrows thicker. And if you don't and don't want to do the microblading, then you've got to learn how to make them naturally look fluffier. Like the less hair you have on your eyebrows and uh, you know, this is all trends, right? Like, so I'm sure the nineties eyebrow is going to come back at some point, but here's what I use a super fine micro pencil. And I just, I create little individual hairs and here's what you need to do. Ladies, you need to bring it in almost to the in. So you know where that inside edge of your eyelid is, right? Like the inside corner of your eyelid if you draw a line straight up, that's where most of your eyebrows end. But I want you to bring it in even further, closer to your nose. I know what you're thinking. What? Trust me on this. Trust me. You will get used to it. Just draw in a couple of extra hairs with a very fine eyebrow pencil. Okay. I love, let me see who makes mine. Oh, never mind. I have to tell you because it's in my Instagram stories. Okay. Okay. But just get a really, really fine tip. And then once you've done that, here's another key. You don't want to look like your aunt Nancy. You know, the one who it looked like she bought a black magic marker and drew her eyebrows on. They're too dark. It doesn't look natural. It looks like she used a magic marker. You don't want to be her. Okay. So once you've drawn them on, then I want you to take a light translucent powder and just put a little bit over the inside edge of your brows. Now, if you've drawn the whole thing on and you think it looks too dark or it looks too fake, then powder the whole thing because that will also set them, which is a really important key, right? Because you know why I'm coming off in the middle of the day. Okay, the next thing that I'm doing differently, because a lot of you talked about your makeup feeling cakey or like creasy and like, I don't know, it, you can just see it right? And it it creates more lines and it feels cakey or you feel dry. So one thing that I do that makes my skin look dewier is I use something called Glotion. I mean, a dab of it. It's kind of this iridescent lotion with a little bit of glow in it. And that's also linked in my highlights, but it's called Glotion. And I mix a little bit of that into my skin and then I add my foundation. Now your girl, my skin is pretty decent skin, surprisingly, considering how much time I spent in the sun in in the 80s. But I just don't go in the sun at all. I mean, face-wise. And when I do, I'm like fully covered. And I've also done treatments to take like the discoloration from my face. But nonetheless, I'm still like I'm Irish and Scottish. So my skin is like translucent and I've got freckles and blah, blah, blah. But I, I like full coverage. 
So those of you who have like great skin, you don't have to wear any foundation. I love it. That's awesome. You're so lucky. But for me, I, I like that perfect flawless foundation. And so I use Clinique Beyond Perfecting Full Coverage Foundation. It just, I mean, if you're looking for the all natural, like, you know, something kind of translucent, this ain't it. This gives you full freaking coverage. You're going to look like a porcelain doll. People are like, oh, your skin is so good. What is your secret? My secret? Makeup. <laughs> I use color A12. That doesn't matter because, you know, you still have to match up your own. And the Glotion that I use is, I think it's called True Match. And I use number 902. I think that's made by L'Oreal, the Glotion. So super inexpensive. You can get all the stuff on Amazon. And then I use a, a light, not always, sometimes I use a powder over course over my brows and then sometimes on the rest of my face and I use a powder there's a couple different ones Laura Mercer makes a great one but the one that I used on my Instagram stories is by Jouer I think Jouer Jouer I think is how you pronounce it and I a lot of the stuff I found by you know people on YouTube or TikTok saying like going crazy over it. And this one totally blurs all of your pores. It blurs like everything. But I use just a little bit of it. If you use too much powder over your foundation, then you kind of defeat the purpose of using the Glotion because it's the Glotion that makes you look kind of glowy. So if you're using foundation, a cheap foundation, if you're using a cheap foundation, your skin is going to look cheap and chalky. I'm sorry, it just will. And it tends to cake more. It does cost a little more as we age to, you know, just look our best. That's all. I'm not trying to look 20 or 30 or 40. I'm just trying to look like my best at this age. And this age is 53 going on 54. So yeah, the Glotion just makes you look glowy. So you don't want to add too much powder on top of it. Now let's talk about under eyes. Okay, so under eyes, that is a genetic thing. If your mom had dark circles under your her eyes, you probably do too. So there's a part of that that is genetics. And I hate to say this, but you know, it, that just is what it is. And there's lots of different ways you can work around that. Like, so if you have bags under your eyes, then there are some, you know, tightening creams that you can use. I've seen some great one advertised. I don't have that issue right now. So I can't speak to that, but I can tell you that I have stopped using all the under eye concealer. I used to use all the under eye concealer like crazy. And I started noticing that it was making me look older and it was always, always caking. And then, I mean, and listen, I've tried all of the different, under, I, you're going to tell me all the ones, Tarte and It Cosmetics, Bye Bye Under Eye, all of those. For me personally, I just stopped using it because I saw a lot of makeup artists who are over 40 who were saying exactly what I'm describing to you, that as you age and you put more under your eyes, it just it goes into your, it just draws more attention to the creases in that area. So what I started doing is using that under eye coverage, but just think of it on the outside corners underneath the outer edge of your eyelid, kind of sweeping up, upward towards your hairline, as opposed to right underneath your eyes above your cheek. And I think it makes a big difference. And then stop caking under your eyes because it just, it looks cakey, it gets cakey and just give it a try. See, see if that doesn't help you a little bit. I feel like it's helped me a lot. Oh my gosh. What day is today? 
So if I'm recording this on the 29th, so you're listening to this on the 30th. So I, I think you have like two more days to get the 30% off for those of you who like the sleepy gummies. I mean, normally we get 15% off, so it's double the discount. It's huge. And I, yeah, it, I just checked. It only is good through January 1. So if you're listening to this right now, especially if you're someone who's never tried the sleepy gummies or you love the sleepy gummies and you want the big, I mean, 30% off is. So those are the gummies that I take every single night. Literally, we had them shipped to us in New York because we weren't expecting that Sierra and Roman were going to show up and they didn't have their own gummies. So they, they borrowed our gummies. They didn't borrow them. They took our gummies. Then we had Brock and Taylor there. They had the gummies. Like literally, they make a huge, huge difference in your sleep. Brett has his aura. I, I lost my aura ring, but he checks his aura ring number every single morning. They all do. They all compare their numbers. And if they forget for some reason to take these gummies, it's a huge difference. And I, I personally believe it is because of the CBD and the CBN combined with the melatonin. Now, if you're someone who also is deficient in melatonin, it's which most people are, it makes a huge difference when you combine all of those three. It's like three three supplements, sleep supplements in one. Okay. So listen, at 30% off the high quality that my soul CBD produces in a sleep gummy, because there are other sleep gummies on the market and they don't compare or they're way overpriced. This with 30% off is insane. So definitely go and use the code, use mysoulcbd.com forward slash Shaleen and the 30% off will be taken automatically but only if you order before or on January 1. Okay, so do not wait. Flavors. I personally like the honey chamomile, but like that's a very specific flavor profile. I would say the majority of people like the blueberry lemon. I personally prefer the honey chamomile. You'll, you know, you know you. But if you're one of the lucky people who are hearing this before or on January 1, you get 30% off. Again, you go to mysoulcbd.com forward slash And of course, the link is always in our show notes. And then lashes. Okay, don't hate the messenger. I really look back on some of my videos and photos from just a couple years ago. I'm like, what was I thinking with these giant spider, thick, ridiculous, so silly lashes? Like they're just out of control, just too heavy. And, you know, they look fake and they just weigh you down. And I'm all about a lash. I love a lash. And I'm not talking about the Christina 43s. I still think the Christina 43s look natural on most people. I do think there are times where I was like doubling them up and going too heavy and going just too full and look silly. And so now, again, to just lighten my eye and to give a more youthful appearance, I have gone to a lighter lash. I will still occasionally wear the Christina 43s, but now I apply them underneath my lashes instead of on top of my lashes. And most of the time, 98% of the time, I'm using Lashify. And I just think it's like a thousand times more natural. And even if you're not going to do Lashify, which is a DIY at home lash extensions, they last for about like seven, seven days. I think that's an average. Some people that say they can only get theirs to last for five days. I have heard some people say they get theirs to last for like 12 days. For me, it's like seven days. And then I'm like, all right, these need to come off. And when I say seven days, in that seven days, I might have to replace like the inside corner or the outside corner sometimes, but they definitely last me at least seven days. But they're much more natural and they're much easier to wear. And I just don't think you can tell. 
And even with the Lashify, there are some Lashify, all these different, it's just like regular lash strips. There's all these different variations. So you have to, there, it is, there is a learning curve to finding the right lash for you, to finding the right lash map. I use the lash that's called B plus and I use 12, 14, 14, 14, 16, 14. I don't know if it's that many, but I definitely go 12, then 14, then one 16 right at like the inside, I don't know, three quarters of the way. And then on the very end, I go a little bit shorter again, back to the 14. And yeah, they're super expensive. I've tried all the dupes. I've tried every single dupe. And I know I've talked about Falscara in the past. Okay. I hate Falscara now. It's so goopy. And it ruined my lashes. So I, I don't like the false scare, even though it's a super cheap and expensive version of it. So my recommendation is if you can't afford to do the Lashify, at least do the Lashify glue. It is next freaking level. And I really do think their lashes are next freaking level. But when I'm in a pinch, like, cause I, I'm out of my Lashify, I have definitely used the Lashify glue and just cut up my Christina 43s and put those under instead of on top of the lashes. I think that's helped a lot. Okay, now let's talk about contouring. I still think like the way you contour is up to you, right? Like I just think, I think that so many people go crazy with the highlighter and it looks silly. It looks silly. And I think there's going to be a point at which we look back at these videos from like 2021, 2022, and we're like, why did everyone have like this glowing nose tip? I think that's such a weird place to put highlighter on the tip of your nose unless you are like 25 years old. I think it looks so silly. I'm sorry. This is just my opinion. When I see women who are like in their 40s and they just have like a, I've, I want to say like, oops, you got a little something on the tip of your nose. Oopsie. Maybe you had some frosting. I think your your nose got a little bit of frosting on it. It looks silly. That's my personal opinion. And I think, and I've done it too, because for whatever reason, it's a trend. Here's the other thing that I just think you have to be careful on, and I make this mistake all the time, is I I just am in the wrong light and I don't do a decent job of blending if I'm using any contour makeup. So M- Michaela, my early morning workout partner, will be like, oh, oops, looks like you got a little something on your nose. And it's because I forgot to blend. Like if I'm highlighting, not highlighting my nose, but like contouring my nose, which will, why am I even contouring my nose? My nose is fine. But contouring on your cheeks I will say that as you age, you actually want to bring that contour up a little bit higher. It just gives you an illusion that your cheekbones are higher. Here's another thing that I do differently now. I used to put that a little bit of pink, and I love a cream. I, I try not to use a powder, but I love a cream foundation. But instead of putting on the apples of my cheeks, which I used to do when I was younger, now I put it just just behind the apple of my cheek, kind of on the top edge of my cheekbone, higher than where I would put the contour. And I I think it helps. I think it makes the face look lifted and pulled. Okay, let's talk about lips. If you want to update your look as you age, think about your grandma and how weird it looked when she wore, I mean, it just looks like old lady when she wears that super bright lipstick, Right? You know what I'm saying? So I know it feels weird, but try just try a nude lip. And when I say a nude lip, don't go like fully nude like matches your skin. I'm saying pick something in the nude tones. And if you're not comfortable with a nude lip, pick a darker natural tone. 
right? Like, so your own skin tone without so much pink or orange or blush or, you know, without so much dark color, just but pick a darker nude tone to start with and then just continually get lighter. I am telling you, your lips will look so much fuller and more youthful every single time. The more nude I go with my lipsticks, the more I get comments from people like, did you just have your lips done? I have not had my lips done in like forever, ever, like probably, let me think, two years. And I just put a teeny tiny little bit in because I love my injector. Shout out to Dr. Dr. K, Beauty by Dr. K in Pasadena. She's freaking the best. If you want natural lips and you're thinking about like, she's worth a trip. But I haven't done it in so, 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 so long. But every single time I do a nude lip, especially with the colors that I shared with you on my stories. So I love the, like, if you really like oh, an awesome nude lip, couple things. Number one, my, a couple favorites, I should say. It's a kit made by Rinna Beauty, R-I-N-N-A, Rinna Beauty. She has a kit called Delilah that looks good on everyone. I'm not even kidding. I should say Caucasian women. I'm going to have to ask a couple of my black girlfriends, like, if they have a nude lip color that they would recommend. So, but for most of my white girls, I think a, the Delilah from Rinna is, it's a kit. So it's got the lip liner and then the lipstick and then the gloss and the three, the combo of those three, it's amazing. People are going to be like, what did you have your lips done? Okay. Now let's talk about an update to the way you put your lip liner on. And I, I did a little video to demonstrate this on my Instagram stories. Again, it's saved to my it says beauty stuff in my highlights, but instead of like we used to do in the 90s, lining from the corner of your mouth all the way to the opposite corner and then like lining up above your lip line, uh-uh, we don't do that. As we age, no, 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 no. Now I want you to go just barely, not above your lip line because as you get older, it looks too freaking obvious. It just doesn't work. So you want to go just to the exact edge, maybe slightly slightly above. Okay. And, but you're just going to do, so if you're going to your bottom lip, you're just going to do the center. And when I say center, like if you divide your lip into, how do I describe this? Okay. Like two inches, not even an inch. That's it. It's an inch. It's an inch, an inch of the bottom edge of your center of your bottom lip. Okay. And then you're going to do the little Cupid's bows, but don't go all the way to the edge. Just stop short of that. And you want to go a little bit lighter. And then here's the deal. Don't leave it like that. And then just put your lipstick over the top of it. That looks like so like harsh and it looks like you've drawn a brown line on your lips. It looks silly. So now take your fingertip and just gently blend the liner into your lip just gently. Okay. Then add your lipstick, your nude lipstick, and then like a pink or a nude gloss on top. Now, if the, if the Rinna kit is like outside of your budget, I'm going to tell you some other, two other nudes I freaking love. One is called I Love Myself and it's made by Real Her. That's the, listen, every beauty line has a great nude and finding the right nude is really based on your skin type because a nude that looks good on me is a nude that's going to look weird on you. You know what I mean? So you're just going to have to play and I'm inside my makeup drawer right now to give you a couple of other names. Oh, there's another one. I'm going to put this on my Instagram stories made by, is it called NYX, N-Y-X, which is a brand 
available at every CVS or drugstore. And I've got a couple of colors of nude there that I think really work nicely too. And then just get, again, if you're going to do a liner, don't do a red, don't do a mauve, don't do a, a coral, don't do a color, do a, like almost a little bit darker natural color, like a little bit more on the brown side, a little bit more like a darker nude. Okay. Hope that's helpful. Okay. Now let's move on to hair. How long are we? Oh, oh my goodness. We are really getting, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm almost done. So hair, do you need to update your hair? I don't know. That's up to you. I felt like I needed an updated look, but I also know like everyone's like, oh, you part your hair down the middle and go with no bangs. I no, I can't do that. So you know what you need, right? Like, you know what makes you feel comfortable. Maybe for you, it's like, I, I definitely need volume. Maybe for you, it's like, I need bangs. Maybe for you, it's like, I need to keep my length. Whatever it is that you feel like you need, you can do that and update your look. And if you're not sure, you need to ask a late teen, early 20-something, super hip female, and just say to her, don't tell her, should I? Don't ask her, should I? Don't ask her what you should change. Just say, I want to update my look, but I also don't want it to be too radical. What could I do that would just kind of up- elevate my, you know, freshen things up? She's going to tell you. And you might not want to hear what she has to say, but you can take it. So a couple of things that just are an easy way to update is layers. Layers is an easy way to update. Another easy way to update is not having a distinct line, you know, where like, like your hair is like one straight line all the way around. Eh, I mean, unless, unless you really want to stay with that. Again, you don't have to change a thing. Dolly Parton looks the same. Like she's iconic. You don't, you don't have to change a dang thing. But if you're look like, let's say you want to keep the length, but you want to update it, shag it out a little bit, but keep your length. So here's what I did. I knew I wanted to keep my hair blonde. I knew I wanted to keep, I knew I needed bangs. I, I personally like bangs. I, of course I could part my hair down the middle and tuck it behind my ears, but I, when I do that, I don't feel cute. So you have to update in a way that you're like, okay, I still feel cute. And so when I first started like experimenting with parting my hair down the middle, I was like, okay, I don't feel cute. And so then I think I started Googling center part with bangs and I realized, oh, I can do a curtain bang. Oh, that's super, that's super el- el- like updated. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to do a curtain bang. And then once I went to a curtain bang, I started searching haircuts that work with curtain bang. And I found an updated hairstyle. It's called the wolf cut, which is basically a throwback to like, it's kind of an updated version of what we did in like the 80s with like a shagged out kind of cut, but it's not as shagged is not it doesn't make your it's not as flat to your head okay so then I watched a bunch of tutorials and I'm like I can do this myself this is so simple (laughs) and I I gave myself a wolf cut and it's just it's so simple it's it's very it's very very slight change from what I had before it's so slight all I've really all I've done is in fact I can still wear my hair side swept I can still do that it's really more in how I style it I mean I just barely cut layers into the side. I mean, barely. Like there was no hair to even sweep up. I literally just scooped up in my hand on the countertop. There was not that much hair. Plus I don't have that much hair. My hair is very fine. But it's just that. And then just 
of slightly different cut of my bangs and then I, but I still have bangs and but it's center cut and that worked for me and I, I don't know what's going to work for you but whatever it is type in let's say you let's say you need length then type in updated hair cut with length or updated haircut 2022 with curls even though we're about to be in 2023. You know what I'm saying? Like, just do some searching and then watch whatever the cut is. Look up that hashtag and, and watch a bunch of TikToks. Watch a bunch of YouTubes about the haircut until you find someone here like, oh, that girl kind of has my hair. Because if you're looking at someone who has very thick hair and you don't, it's not going to translate. If you have very fine hair and you're looking at somebody who, who doesn't and you're like, oh, I love that style, it's not going to translate. You have to look at a lot of different, don't worry about the age, but do look at the type of hair that they have. See what I'm saying? And I, th- I think it's less about doing something dramatic and more about just making the most subtle of changes. Again, these changes that I've made have are, I've done over the last couple of years. I've not done them all at once. I think the thing that made the biggest difference that it really I think is why people think I look so different. It's just, I, I just changed my haircut a little bit and I can go back to the side swept. It's funny how many people I get debating that people are like, please go back to the side swept. They just hate change. I'm like, girlfriend, it's, it's going to be okay. It's just hair. I don't know. It feels like on Instagram, there's all new people every day. Cause they're like, wait, when did you move to the beach? I'm like four years ago. I mean, has it been a while since you've watched my stories, but I'm always being asked about what I take natural supplements for, you know, to help with my brain health. So the two biggest and most important ones, the ones that I mix in my water twice a day, is I put a little packet of immunity and the immunity I get from Organifi. Actually, I get both of these from Organifi. So I get Organifi immunity and Organifi pure. Now, the pure is the one that's really for your brain. I mean, it's 100% clinically proven to boost BDNF by 142%. Shalene, what is BDNF? It's brain-derived neurotropic factor. It's basically what makes your brain connect synopses. Do you know sometimes you feel like, wait, why is my brain just not connecting the dots quick enough? That's your BDNF. So this stuff is clinically proven to increase it. It improves the gut-brain access. And I don't know if that's interesting to you, but basically that's what makes your memory retrieval, like when you're looking for information, it makes that happen faster. I also like the Pure because, okay, it tastes like lemonade. It tastes like my lemon ginger lemonade, but in a little packet. Okay, then the immunity taste has kind of an orange flavor to it. So I mix those two together. It's kind of like almost like a starburst. Then I also add my BCAs to that mix. And sometimes I'll even add like protein water to that mix. So, I mean, it literally tastes like a starburst. It's very fruity and it's delicious and it's good for me. And it makes me crave my water. And then I put a ton of ice in there and it's just super refreshing. Anyways, if you want to check out the Organifi products, because they have a ton of them. I mean, those are the two that I take twice a day, every day, but they've got green juice. They've got red juice. Oh, they've got their Organifi gold chocolate. It's like a hot chocolate. It's super soothing. It's got medicinal mushrooms, organic cacao, and it's a completely holistic alternative to hot chocolate. Tons of great products. And because you listen to The Shaleen Show, you get yours for 20% off. When you go to Organifi.com forward slash Shaleen. Again, it's Organifi.com forward slash Shaleen and code Shaleen 
gets you 20% off. And then I put in on the, on each side of my head, I put in a single hair clip, like clip-in extensions, because I also think, personal opinion, I think the days of like all the long, ridiculously silly, crazy, long hair extensions after a certain age, it's just so much work. And it just, I don't know. I, I, I just, I don't think it looks updated. That's all. I think it looks beautiful. I just think to update things like, just shag it out, wear a little bit shorter. I don't know. That's just my personal opinion. I wore hair, like permanent hair extensions for, I think like 15 or 20 years. And I just feel so free that I don't have them anymore. And I can just clip them in if I want them. Most of the time I'm not like, cause I wear my hair up and then I don't have to worry about like wearing my hair up and it, you know, making little bald spots. And, and I didn't have to worry about all the maintenance of going to get them done and they were so freaking expensive. So yeah, anyways, I think that gives you a lot of versatility. That's just me. And the clip-ins, people always say like, where do you get the clip-ins? I would say to ask your hairstylist to help you with that or to go to a hair shop, go to a hair supply place. You can't buy the, usually, probably don't want to buy them online. It's really hard to match. I personally just go to a hair supply place and I just buy clip and extensions, r- real hair. There's, there's clip, hair, play, hair supply places that sell clip and hair extensions are freaking everywhere. You're saying, Shalene, no, they're not in my city. Well, the next time you go to the big city, make that one of your stops. I was going to talk about clothes, but I don't even have time because I know you guys like these episodes to be shorter and we are already like 40 minutes in. I already recorded an episode about that stuff that'll for Patreon that'll come out tomorrow. So I don't want to bore you guys with a, like a double recap, but I will be talking about like our our thoughts about New York City, our thoughts about living there, what it feels like to be back home, the stuff that's like I said going on with our our California properties and some inappropriate things that I have been told are TMI. TMI for the regular podcast, which is why there's a Patreon. So, if, you know, again, if you're into that kind of stuff, you know where to find it. I, I don't know. Do you guys want me to do one about clothes, like updating your style? I feel like I kind of did that or talked about that in a previous episode. We, we can revisit that. Again, you don't have to change a dang thing. You're gorgeous. You're beautiful. But if you're looking for ways to do that, I say just, just start with a couple Give it a try, just a few things, see if it helps. And oh, and I'm going to link a couple of people that I follow on TikTok who are great at this stuff, like the, the makeup stuff especially. A couple of great ladies. They're awesome. Shout out to both of them. I will put them in our show, like links to both of them in our show notes. And good luck because you will get swept up and addicted to watching their TikToks. They're really, really good. All right, you guys, I love you. I mean it. And I will talk to you soon. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, just do me a favor and double check and make sure that you're subscribed or following if you're actually someone who listens on the Apple podcast. And if you've got just like 30 seconds, it would really mean the world to me if you were able to leave a five-star review and tell me specifically what it is you liked about this episode. My show is released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I do also have a business podcast that comes out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I host that with my son Brock. It's called Build Your Tribe. You should check it out. There's always a link in the show notes. I'm sure you know this, but on Fridays, my episodes are very casual. It's very personal. It's usually stuff with myself and my husband. If you love that kind of stuff, I want to invite you to check out my Patreon. It's all of the Shaleen Show episodes ad-free. In addition to that, for just $5 a month, you get 
extra episodes. And this is this is the stuff that's like kind of too personal to put on the Shaleen show. It, it's all personal stuff. There's like no like personal development. It's just real, raw, what's going on in our lives, stuff we can't talk about on the show. However, if you are easily offended, Patreon is not for you. That's not the place to be, all right? You can learn more about it by going to patreon.com forward slash The Shaleen Show. Any of the links that I referenced in this episode will show up in the show notes, which are just below the episode. To learn more about the services that I offer and to take advantage of some of the free resources, I invite you to check out my website, which can be found at shaleen.com. 